0: I'm just gonna accidentally hit the leave meeting button. When that happens, it's fine.
1: Oh, but it's like, hey, be aware that this is
0: happening. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, okay, uh, whoops, peace out. <laughs> no, just kidding. How's it going, bro? So all of my meds need to be renewed. Mm-hmm. Like the prescription needs to be renewed. So I have no refills, and I'm out of my goddamn antidepressant. I've never been so fucking cranky in my entire whole life. Right. Hattie earlier came up and licked me, and I was like, don't fucking touch me. Don't Uh, do it. I don't want you in my space.
1: Right. She's a dog. Real real irritable.
0: Yeah. It's like, she's a dog. She doesn't know any differently. And rationally, I am aware of that. But I... Was annoyed. I She's get that. in her crate, and Loki's in the closet, and I'm gonna enjoying space. It's going to have to be good enough. Space. Yeah. <laughs> I also scheduled an ADHD screening. Wait, on... can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> can you hear me better now? You might have to switch the settings. Goodness in gracious. <laughs> Wow, you sound a lot better now (laughs) Why does this keep happening? I don't know (laughs) Why do I keep doing
1: this?
0: (laughs) I put my pop filter back on Because I noticed in the last episode That I probably could have used it But you sounded fine So you're fine
1: Okay Uh. Well, now that you can hear me better, since I actually plugged in my mic.
0: Love that for you. Good God. <laughs> oh, I was also saying I scheduled an ADHD screening for Friday. Nice. So, I, I don't that. know if it'll be the actual screening or if it's like, okay, congrats, here's a referral because Mm-mm. we think you need the screening. Um, I don't know how the American medical system works, but. I don't either. Anyway, process is underway. Right.
1: Can't wait for you to have more prescriptions that need to be refilled.
0: Same. But I'm hoping (laughs) that by having one that's meant to like keep my brain from being in eight million places at once, I'll remember to refill the ones that I need on time. So this doesn't happen. That's fair. Yeah. Valid point. Yeah. Okay.
1: We can begin now. Were we not beginning?
0: Oh, you! (laughs) I forgot you recorded. Oh no! I can leave that out. No, it's fine. I just legit. (laughs) This is that's another thing when I don't take my fucking meds is my memory is shit. I can't Mm -hmm. remember five minutes ago. Obviously, so it's (sighs) okay. How are you? <laughs> I'm not great. <laughs> yeah. I um, love this start to 2023
1: for us. Well, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I guess, okay. Hey, happy new year. <laughs> um, Yeah. The new year, the new year old, I woke up in 2023 and my body was like, here's your period and here's a cold or something. So mm. I'm sick i love that for you. Headaches, cramps, congestion, the whole thing. Just fucking, let's go,
0: baby. Ugh, gross. I'm so sorry, dude. (laughs) My Uh, only pro tip, because I get colds all the time, and I have a tendency to get so congested that I get sinus infections. So if I feel like I'm starting to get super congested, uh, I start taking Zyrtec, like Mm -hmm. the over-the-counter zyrtec mm-hmm. that you have to like ask a pharmacist for mm-hmm. and it just drains that shit out so that's Great. my pro tip if yeah. you need it
1: yeah. I, well, am... yeah I don't actually know if it's cold or not I'm gonna go get tested tomorrow for COVID cause yeah. I don't know I don't know
0: that's fair we still <laughs> live in that time Yeah, it's a good time to be alive
1: yeah. And then yeah, I'm just stressed. I'm stressed at work, I'm stressed about moving, I'm stressed about everything. I'm having a blast. Yeah. That's also probably part of why I'm sick. That's why like I'm not I'm not too worried about it being COVID. I mean, one because I don't know of any ex- recent exposure. Um, but also I just have so much going on and I'm sure my body is just like we are so weak. Can you please stop this?
0: I love that you just used the royal we. <laughs> <laughs> we are so sick and yeah. tired of your bullshit.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, mm, having a great time. Yeah. I'm not. I'm
0: not. Wow, this is already <laughs> just a really entertaining, fun <laughs> Joyous episode. Welcome, everybody. Right. So, we put
1: off recording this. I mean, I kept putting off recording it because I was like, well, I'd rather do it when I'm feeling better. And I just finally reached the point where I was like, I'm not going to feel better. (laughs) We need to get going.
0: (laughs) I have acquiesced to feeling like shit for the rest of my life. Let's go. Yeah. So, here we are. Yeah. Do you want to do a shot with me?
1: (laughs) Um, yeah.
0: (laughs) Um,. Let me think about it for a second. Yes.
1: Well, I'm not going to do a shot because I don't need to be drinking too much, but I do have a beverage that I will cheers you with.
0: That's less fun. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, there's still alcohol in it. (laughs) That's fair. Okay. Uh, Cheers. (laughs) I was like waiting for you to say something. Sorry. And you just didn't. And I was like, oh.
1: I was just waiting for you to choose your your glasses. (laughs) so <laughs> we're
0: doing great well by the way hi i'm ari
1: hi i'm caitlin
0: this is alcohol and anecdotes Anecdote. <laughs> we have fun yeah sometimes <laughs> we're entertaining people to be around <sighs> oh man it's gonna be
1: great i have been getting notices from TurboTax that it's gonna be time to file my taxes soon and that's actually pretty promising for me so
0: i you know, I've got a lot going for me financially this year, so that's one thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Hell yeah. What's one thing like that you're really excited for for the year, Caitlin?
1: Moving into my new house, finally, to not living in a pile of boxes anymore.
0: I love that. <laughs> I'm so excited for you to live in a new house so I can come and hang out in it all the time.
1: Yes. What yeah. is something you're excited for?
0: Uh, ideally if I can make it work moving to Maine I'm but really yeah. excited for that so that'll be amazing um, yeah I, I got some things going um, so yeah moving to Maine I'm just I'm just really excited for that I want Good. it to happen so bad I think about it every single day so yeah I feel like that means it's meant to happen, right? Like you've had enough
1: time to sit on it. You've visited. It's like it's not like you're just like I'm just gonna move somewhere. You're like, nope.
0: This is this feels good. Yeah, absolutely. Good. Also, I think about the fresh, uh, freshest of the fresh oysters that I ate while I was there. Yeah. Almost every single day, and sometimes I dream about them. So. I just really feel like it's in my destiny to be in a place where I can eat fresh oysters all the time.
1: Good. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. We're going to crush it.
0: We are. Despite how the first four days have been, we are going to crush it. It's going to be great. Hell yeah. It'll all buff out. It'll all buff out. It'll be fine. (laughs) Okay. Uh, On that note. What are you drinking over there today?
1: Um, Well, apparently past me knew I was going to get sick
0: (laughs) when we (laughs) recorded this
1: episode. um, Because I'm doing hot hot toddies today.
0: Ooh, I love that.
1: Um, Yeah, and so the day that this comes out, so as you guys are listening, it is National Hot Toddy Day, January 11th. Wait, what? For real? Yeah. So, a happy Look at accident. Look that planning. I know. Yeah, planning. Jesus Christ. More like a, more like a, a, a stumble of events that led to this.
0: It, it was a ending up being moment. okay. It's okay.
1: <laughs> sure. It's okay. I'm not feeling positive enough for it to be a happy accident,
0: but sure. <laughs> we'll get there. It's okay.
1: It's okay. Um. Sources really quick, Uh, I used The Drunken Botanist by Amy Stewart, vinepear.com, and britishfoodhistory.com. Cool, cool,
0: cool, 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 cool. Yeah.
1: Okay. After that boring stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, this is going to start off a little weird, but just bear with me. Uh, When
0: doesn't it?
1: (laughs) For thousands of years, people in Asia and Africa and other parts of the world, too, have been drinking palm wine. The wine is made by tapping the tree, and each type of like palm tree has a different technique. So, for example, when tapping date palms, a process called inflorescence decapitation is
0: used. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> I do have a picture of a date palm, like the flower. Uh, on the drive that I will make sure to put on the website. Um, so this is basically just a fancy way of saying cutting off the flower. Okay. Got it. Um, and with date palms, in some instances, the flower is like bent, twisted, kicked, and like beaten. <laughs> like they beat up the flower.
0: Aggressive. Jeez.
1: <laughs> before cutting it off. And this apparently can help like to gain a more productive Um, more productive flow of sap I guess that's technically right I feel like I worded that so dumb
0: (laughs) well it's not your average everyday sentence that's for sure what was I thinking Um, it is technically correct but it's not something you hear every day not even a little bit
1: Basically, supposedly by beating up the flower before cutting it off, it makes sap flow to the The, wound. The wound? God. It
0: just feels really violent. Um, It it does. (laughs) It's okay. I um, wish I had a date palm to decapitate right now. It's fine. So, Okay, so that's
1: date palms. And then, like, coconut trees are typically cut down, or in some instances, um, a hole might be cut in the trunk at, like, the very top of the tree. Um, and this, has like, can possibly kill the tree. Um, so I'm not sure why that's, like, deemed the best way to do it, because then you're just losing the tree. Um, and also, I don't know. those trees don't, like, just pop up overnight. Most no.
0: trees don't, so... No.
1: Um, but sometimes they're also just punctured like maple trees. Mm, fun, yeah. Which I feel like I don't know. To me, that seems like the best way. But yeah, but that again, seems I also, really
0: logical. But
1: well, I also like <laughs> grew up right next to Canada, so that's what I know.
0: Yeah, we we know maple syrup very well.
1: <laughs> um, so the sap is then collected to be used as a sweetener, or uh, if it's left to its own devices, it starts to ferment. The wild yeast in the air and yeast like that are like on the vessels that they're like using to capture the sap. Um, immediately start the fermentation process. Within just a few hours, uh, the result could be like a very low ABV and mildly sweet drink. And then within just a couple more days, the alcohol like content will have risen enough to make like a really well-balanced alcoholic drink it has like nice balanced sweetness nice balanced acidity that Um, sounds so tasty (laughs) and then if they leave it to ferment for much longer than that though it does end up turning into a vinegar which I suppose also has its own benefits
0: sure just ask kombucha drinkers
1: yeah
0: yeah he's being really aggressive
1: (laughs) oh my god (laughs) Okay, so now I know you're thinking, what does this possibly have to do with hot toddy? I
0: was <laughs> dying to know, so please tell me.
1: So, um, yeah, this practice had been around for, has been around for thousands of years, um, and so the Hindi word toddy translates to beverage made from fermented palm sap. Um, and during oh. the 1610s in British-controlled India people were making hot alcoholic beverages that contained hot water, sugar, spices, and liquor. And it's very likely that the liquor was this, like, fermented palm sap. Hmm.
0: Um, I would drink it. Sounds like a good time.
1: I would, too. Um, These drinks, like, could definitely vary in ingredients, but were, like, usually just still referred to as tatties. And then in 1786... Um, the, the word tatty became like officially associated with these like hot spiced alcoholic drinks. Hmm. The spices that were used were typically things like cinnamon, cardamom, star anise, cloves, black peppercorns. If you remember, it's very reminiscent of chai, which does make sense.
0: Yep. Also all my favorite spices. So yes, very here for it.
1: Yes. Um, and, yeah, so the result of these drinks was just, like, very, like, nice balance of sweetness, acidity, spiciness. Um, just, I'm sure, an all-around really tasty drink.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm down. <laughs> Somebody um, give me a date, palm. Let's go. <laughs> but
1: it wouldn't be, you know, British-controlled India if the British didn't inevitably claim this drink as their own. Naturally.
0: Um,
1: and they kind of made their own, like, minor adjustments. Um, typically the the liquor that was used um, when it was brought to the UK was brandy, in some instances, scotch whiskey, um, basically just kind of swapping that out, but still using hot water and spices and, like, a, a sugar um, mixture or like a simple syrup.
0: Mm-hmm. In case anyone is wondering at this point, you are not in fact hearing a very aggressive washing machine in the background. <laughs> it is in fact Loki who might have locked in the closet and then shut the bedroom door on the closet and I can still hear him. So he's crazy. He is. And if you think I'm being rude to my cat by locking him in the closet, just know Normally, he likes it in there. It's just the fact that the door is closed. Right.
1: Well, I mean, I feel like people also... Unless this is the first episode you're listening to, I feel like you've also been around long enough that you know that Loki is just an asshole.
0: You've been around long enough to hear us say at least once, don't name your cat Loki. Don't do it. Just don't do it.
1: (laughs) Um, Okay, let's see. So... Um, yeah, so then from from the UK, the drink eventually made its way to the Americas. And at the time, rum and brandy were like in like hip.
0: Hip. <laughs> um, I bet that's the word they used for sure. Definitely. Um, what like what time period was this? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: my gosh. So Sorry. Uh, hang on, let me like fix this. Please don't die. Oh, okay. Okay, I think that's better. Um, I believe this was like the early 1800s, late 1700s, early 1800s. So, prime pirate time, yeah, early 1800s. Uh, yes, pri- time. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just have a
0: stroke?
1: <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> Just add it to my list of ailments. (laughs) Feel that. (laughs) Goodness gracious. Um, Yes, prime pirate time.
0: Prime pirate time. Say that five times fast. I don't trust you to say it five times fast. (laughs) I won't. That's why I I told you to do it. Um, I'm not going to do it either.
1: So... So, yeah, so the drink was slightly modified again, but it still worked. It was still a hit. Um, it seems like it doesn't matter where it's made or what it's made with. It's just always, like, hot water, sugar, um, some kind of, like, aromatic, and then a liquor.
0: Things that are readily available in most places. Yes. Um so that
1: you know kind of just brings us to now it is still like very popular um there's like all kinds of different flavored ones that you can find now whatever um but it's probably no surprise to us that the history of it is you know disputed not everyone believes in that origin story i am using it as what the origin story is because to me it makes the most sense it fills in all the blanks um but there are a couple of other origins that i just wanted to give to you they're kind of fun so
0: okay well yeah it comes as no surprise that we don't 100% know the origins of a cocktail but um i liked your story so (laughs) well so except for the british colonialism part right (laughs) <laughs> to be but clear.
1: India utilizing all of the amazing things that they have to make a really tasty drink
0: very yes. on board with that
1: so um this guy named Robert Bentley Todd he was an Irish doctor um he was prescribing hot brandy with cinnamon and sugar water to his patients some claim some people like claim that he is the one who created the drink because of this um, but it just seems more likely that he'd probably heard of the drink or had it somewhere and sort of, like, changed it and altered it to suit, like, his own needs and what he was trying to accomplish.
0: And he was also probably like, huh, a taddy? My name's Todd. Let's call it a toddy. <laughs> uh,
1: not necessarily. It probably already would have been called a toddy, like, coming from India to the UK. Like, it's, it's very likely that the name would have already been, like, changed and altered. Even, I yeah, think just that, I think thinking that about other, how they
0: pronounce things in right, the UK.
1: Right. I think that other people would have been more likely to say that he is the one who created it because his name is Todd. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: but That's fair. Um. Yeah. And so it's, it's no surprise that a doctor would have been like, hey, this is a... This is a good thing to cure your ailments. Because, um, like, in the 19th century, we saw the drink become known as, like, the cure for the common cold. That was what was, like, utilized and advertised. In, <laughs> in 1837... Man, you really did
0: have a crystal ball when you planned this episode. I really did. So,
1: uh, 1837, the Burlington Free Press released an article titled, How to Take Cold... Which stated, quote, "If your child begins to snuffle occasionally, to have red eyes or a little deafness, if his skin, oh. <laughs> if his skin feels dry and hot, and his breath is feverish, you have now an opportunity of doing your work much faster than ever before. The first step is to avoid calling a doctor. Next, <clears throat> no wait. Oh no no." no. Sorry, I was.
0: Re- <laughs> so modern day medical. No, systems. no, no, no! Got I'm it. so sorry.
1: I I copy pasted this from a site and I didn't realize that they <laughs> had like inserted their own. So. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just I just now as I was reading it realized. But that that's what it was. So, you have now an opportunity of doing your work much faster than ever ever before. Ply him well with hot stimulating drinks of which hot toddy is the best. And what the, what the writer of the article said was, the first step is to avoid calling a doctor. Next, feed the child excessive amounts. Finally, make him drink. So, that was their own input <laughs>
0: <laughs> based that's on the mean. article? Yeah, that sounds right that so sounds my correct <laughs> <laughs> but but yes that
1: is basically what it's saying <laughs> why take your child to the doctor or call a doctor when you can just give him alcohol <laughs>
0: that you know is probably how a lot of people did it for a long time yes
1: well i'm it- sure even the doctors i mean well no we know like we, this guy, Robert Penley Todd, was just prescribing people alcohol. So, like, that's what the doctor would have done anyways.
0: Just what the doctor ordered. Yeah. Great. A drink uh, a day toddy. keeps the doctor away. Uh, you literally took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, oh a hot toddy a day keeps the doctor away.
1: Uh, yeah. So, basically, doctors were probably utilizing the drink, like, immediately like the moment it was you know born um and like hot water does do wonders for a sore throat but alcohol sets you back so it's definitely not the best thing for sickness
0: no no we know that now but right remember how you know alcohol used to be safer than water it makes some sense i guess yeah well in a day and age before purified water
1: well but even the water that they were adding was hot water
0: so it was boiled so it was boiling out all the bad stuff yeah but they didn't probably understand that this is the 19th century people were idiots caitlin i know they did not understand that um yeah
1: i mean i don't know maybe a little bit of alcohol can help kind of ease the pain and help you sleep but too much, like too much, is just gonna make you dehydrated, and you're just gonna feel worse. So, even though people will tell you now, a hot toddy is a good cure for when you're sick, it's it's not. Like
0: you would be better off leaving the alcohol out and drinking everything else in the glass. Yes. Hot water with lemon juice and honey. Yeah, <laughs> great. A plus. <laughs> Way to go.
1: Oh gosh. Okay. Um. <laughs> There is another myth that I only came across a couple times, so I don't have like a ton of info on it, but it basically says that the drinks were created, the drink was created to warm up the patrons of Edinburgh's Todd's Well Tavern in the 18th century. Hmm. And I had this note on here. Apparently, people are so used to naming their kids after themselves that they assume everything is just named after something and not actually like a root word.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know, that is valid um, <laughs> I don't know if it would be more embarrassing for someone whose name to like like I just can't imagine Toddy would be the nickname that I would want if my name were like Todd or Toddwell like I'm pretty sure I would be like ew don't call me that <laughs> but I don't know There was
1: one thing I kept coming across. I did not include this anywhere in my notes, but there was like a Hollywood actress named something Todd who was murdered and the case was called Hot Toddy.
0: Okay. Well, that is further reading for another time.
1: Yes. For myself. I should have included it or at least a little bit. Oh, well. There is a book. There's a book about it. It's called Hot Toddy, the Hollywood mystery something or other.
0: This is why Google exists. Yep.
1: Uh, we'll put it on our uh, book. Oh, sorry, my headphone thing got caught. <laughs>
0: we'll put I'm it on struggling. our bookshop. You can find it there if you're curious.
1: Um. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> on that note, all right.
1: I don't have any like hot toddy fun facts today. I pretty much shared them all already. But I did bring some interesting tidbits about a couple of spices. Ooh, we love! So I got all of this information from *The Drunken Botanist*. It is really, truly an amazing book. I've talked about it before. Highly recommend. Amy Stewart also wrote a few other books uh, that I do not have, but sound amazing. They're like about like plants and cool stuff.
0: That you know rings true with the whole botanist part of *The Drunken Botanist*. Yes.
1: She truly is like, uh, like a, a green witch. So We but love that. Yeah. Um, so cardamom can it grow to be nearly 20 feet tall. Excuse
0: me? <laughs> no. It comes in a container or a plastic <laughs> bag from the Asian market. It does not grow to be 20 feet tall.
1: It does. Um, and it has a really long, um, like, growing season where it continues to flower. So, um, like, gatherers have to go back over and over and over again throughout the growing season to keep picking off the, the pods. Um. Fuck. (laughs) I didn't, I don't know why I didn't include a picture of that. I'll make sure that there's one on the drive. Or on the, on the website.
0: Okay, listen. This is one of those like humans disconnected from the food chain things. I don't think I've ever consciously considered the fact that cardamom comes from a plant. Obviously it does. But I am shook. What the fuck? You're in for a ride. Oh, God. (laughs) Dude, I don't have have, have too many more. but So
1: cardamom, um, India has the best quality cardamom and there are two different kinds malabar has a slight eucalyptus flavor and mysore is warm and spicy and citrus and floral
0: sounds like the one we all think of when we think of cardamom yes
1: um cardamom contains linalool and linalyl terpenes the same that are found in like lavender and other flowers and the japanese recently found that it has similar calming properties that can help reduce stress
0: that's why I like pumpkin spice tea. Yes. Fuck. It's uh, not because it's pumpkin spice. It's because it's got cardamom in so it. it has and cardamom. I love
1: it. Yes. Cardamom is really good. Um, okay. So next, clove is actually a flower. It. It I is? Know. Yes. What? Yes. The next picture that I have on the drive that will be on the website has a picture of clove flowers. So they are tightly, tightly closed bl- buds that are plucked and then laid out to dry in the sun. <gasps> and so when you see the photo, you can see it.
0: Yeah, I just... I, it's I, just I, dried out. I don't... I seriously never even thought about where my food came from. <laughs> uh. Well, here we are. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks.
1: Thanks. Well, you can actually thank Amy Stewart, but still.
0: Thanks, um, Amy Stewart.
1: <laughs> so clove trees are native to Indonesian islands um, and Indonesia in general. But in the 17th century, while the Dutch and the Portuguese were fighting for the territory, the Dutch chopped down all of the mainland clove trees. And this possibly decimated like many wild clove like varieties and limited the genetic diversity that the plant once had
0: fucking colonialism man yes
1: they literally were just like so mad that someone else might have access to it that they were like well if we can't have it no one can
0: that's some abusive bullshit
1: yeah um but on a on a fun side note clothes are used as a dental anesthetic they contain numbing and analgesic properties
0: uh, Which, I'm really glad that you finished the word that you were going to say. Because I was like, numbing and anal properties is not <laughs> the vibe I am going for in my life. We're going to work on your teeth. Let's numb your butthole. <laughs> Gross. I have a Why dentist equipment coming up and now that's all I'm going to think about sitting in the chair. Oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> <sighs>
1: um, Yeah. Uh, I found this super fascinating and I am also pretty sure that I've experienced like very small amounts of this from eating things or or consuming things with clove so fun yeah um and then the last one that I the last spice that I have a little fun fact on from tidbit on is star Anise it is a fruit from a type of Chinese evergreen um so the star-shaped shell so basically it's also just like clove it's also like plucked from the tree and then laid out in the sun to dry out um and the star-shaped shell contains a single seed in it the shell is called a pericarp and this is the that's part of a it
0: pokemon right
1: yes i knew you were gonna see that
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what magikarp becomes right yes mm. Yes, that is that is the very rare,
1: not as much known <laughs> evolution of magic art. <laughs> um, so the the pericarp, the shell, the Pokemon is what <laughs> contains the oils that have like the the flavor hmm. and aromatics. But
0: if um, you like black licorice flavor, good on you.
1: Yeah, not really my thing. Um, I can definitely do it when it's in things with a lot of other spices but it's still there's a such thing as having too much
0: and for me that amount is any amount of it <laughs> so.
1: but like chai
0: okay chai I stand often corrected contains
1: star anise.
0: I stand corrected if it contains less spices than chai <laughs> that's
1: fine.
0: then the, the quantity of star anise is too much
1: um, but one thing to keep in mind, I mean not that I know a lot of people that are like harvesting wild starnees, but Japanese starnees. it looks uh very excuse me very similar, but is highly toxic um so maybe just you know, don't do your own foraging unless you absolutely know what you're doing.
0: Yeah, we don't need to be encouraging people to like no no that thought. The thought had a place that it was going. That's good. If you do want to look
1: into foraging, though, follow the Black Forager on Instagram and TikTok. And she is amazing and can show you everything that you need to know.
0: Yes. I think what I was trying to say was way to go for encouraging people to be smart. But it's not the way that the sentence started when it came out of my mouth. And then I was like, no, that's not. That's not. No. Okay, I mean
1: so, I'm not even yeah. trying to encourage people to go outside <laughs> uh, Nope, not even. But if you do go outside and you do go foraging,
0: just don't only eat plants forage you what don't you know
1: right. <laughs> oh, um, okay, so I've got a couple of pairings for you.. P- felt very wintry thanks
0: yeah i was going for chill so right
1: (laughs) works i I think i've just like been surrounded by too much
0: holiday music uh that's probably where that came from (laughs) deep down inside (laughs) i never analyze what goes like <laughs> I don't ever deign to think that any of the combinations of shitty ass off pitch notes I put together are original. <laughs> it's okay. just that they're spontaneous and I do yeah. not plan them. Right. So it's probably from something. I don't know.
1: Maybe. Um, so, savory baked goods are going to be really good, like ham and Swiss croissants. Oh, yum. Yum uh camembert or stilton cheeses are also gonna be really good maybe alongside cherries tapenade crackers nice like little savory charcuterie board
0: i fuck with a good tapenade so oh same so good
1: yeah um <laughs> i have a call call tapenade that's been in my fridge that i use every time i make a cheese board at home
0: i love that for you <sighs>
1: so good okay you could also do, like, Polish or Italian sausages with your hot toddy. Mm. And, like, honestly, the more I was thinking about it, like, yeah, I would totally drink a hot toddy with bangers and mash.
0: That's exactly what I started thinking of when you said sausages. I was like bangers and mash. My favorite comfort food combined with an excellent and very calming beverage. Bring it on.
1: Oh, that sounds so good. Right?
0: I just ate dinner and I'm like starving all of a sudden. <laughs> this happens to us every time. Oh, I don't know why I we're know. surprised anymore.
1: Um, and then you can also just stay really cozy with some oatmeal cookies. And I'll personally skip the raisins.
0: Yeah, don't put raisins in your oatmeal cookies. It's not worth it. Oatmeal oatmeal cookies are already a risk. They're already a risk because they're not particularly popular. But then you add the raisins, and that's a a real divider of people, man. And, like,
1: I love oatmeal cookies, but, yeah, the moment I see raisins, I'm like, no, get out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm back when you put in chocolate chocolate chips instead. Get out of my house.
0: (laughs) I still think about, like, the cinnamon raisin toast that I had after surgery. So, like, if you've never had surgery, this is a thing that happens when you're in the recovery room, um, like your nurse will come in and they'll be like, Oh, Hey, you're awake. Like you've come out of the anesthesia. Would you like some water? Would you like some toast? And the first time I had surgery as an adult, which was lap, not last year. Cause last year was 2022, uh, in 2021, <laughs> I had surgery, <laughs> um, and I just got plain ass white toast, uh. I don't even remember if it had butter on it. But this time, the nurse gave me options, and I was like, you are a literal saint. I love you. And so I got cinnamon raisin toast with butter on it, and it at that moment was the best thing I'd ever eaten. And I, really I remember that. telling you about it, and you were like, no, thank you.
1: Yeah. That's like, <laughs> good for you. That's disgusting. <laughs>
0: But, like, I had just come out of surgery, and I hadn't been allowed to eat anything for so many hours. And I was also still kind of high on all the anesthesia. <laughs> and I was like, nothing else matters except for this very buttery cinnamon raisin toast. It's so good.
1: I mean, I could see that being good after, like, getting a part of your
0: body removed. So Yeah, we love just lacking an organ. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I pulled this recipe from Meehan's bartender manual, um, the drink in the book is called hot whiskey, not hot toddy, probably because it can be so many different liquors, so, specifically he said four ounces of hot water, one and a half ounces of whiskey, one ounce of honey syrup. And then garnish with a lemon wedge studded with cloves. Um, I do have a picture of that on the drive as well, if you don't know what that looks like.
0: Yeah, I've never seen anyone put them, like, in the lemon. I've always seen them just, like, thrown in. To Um, the water. Sure.
1: I've always seen it put in.
0: Um, But I must have just only ever gotten hot toddies at really shitty bars. It's fine. (laughs)
1: Um, apparently, I don't actually know, but while I was finding a picture to put on the drive, several like articles said something about mosquito repellents. So I'm assuming that lemon wedges studded with cloves are mosquito repellents. So, dual purpose.
0: If you feel like saving them from a winter to a summer situation.
1: Not necessarily what I meant, but you can use it... <laughs> for the other situation. It's more so where I was going with that. Uh sure. Um oh, in the Rusky. Mehan suggests using pot-stilled Irish whiskey. I say do whatever you want. I tried it with my favorite um Appleton Estate, uh like dark rum. And I thought it was really, really good. It added like a really nice sweetness. Uh, A little bit of, like, tropical citrus flavors. Um, It was really tasty. And now my second one, I'm having it with Jameson, and it's also still really good. So
0: do what you want. I love that. Also, yeah, I used to put spiced rum and tea all the time in college when I wasn't feeling well.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So, like, same vibes. Yeah. Pretty much.
1: Yeah. Um, Some people also, like, you know, put in a, a cinnamon stick Or, you know, like we said, the drink was originally made with spices, so you can add the spices you want. Uh, Whatever. But that was just a very simple recipe, if you're feeling it.
0: We like simple.
1: Yeah. I also didn't make a honey syrup. I just put honey in. But that's more because I was feeling lazy.
0: Well, and also you don't have to make the honey syrup because the water is hot. Right. So it just seems like an extra step. It is. It's not necessary.
1: But it makes it fancier.
0: Oh. Forgive me. (laughs) Uh, Instead of diluting the honey with hot water and then, like, putting that in a container and putting it in a cup of hot water. (laughs) Forgive me for just putting the honey in the hot water as needed.
1: (laughs) But you can make, like, a nice, like, orange honey syrup.
0: Yeah, if you want to get bougie, Caitlin. Yeah. That's not my vibe. Yeah.
1: (laughs) No, mine either. Uh, This drink is just fine. Super tasty. Anyways, that's hot toddies.
0: Well, I hope it's helping you feel better.
1: Um, No. (laughs)
0: Okay. Medicinal properties out the fucking window. Got Um, it.
1: Well, I didn't put any spices in it, so maybe that's where I'm missing out. Okay. The hot water is really nice on my throat. That's about it. Yeah. Okay,
0: cool. well, do you, oh, should we take an ad break? Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do a shot. I know that yeah. you're not doing one, so. Cheers. Cheers. My mug
1: says, I do not care.
0: You should have a donut with
1: that. I don't have any donuts.
0: What are you doing with life? Sorry, I didn't
1: prioritize buying donuts today.
0: That's OK. All right? it's, it's your life. You live it how you please.
1: <laughs> um, Mari. Yeah. What do you have to entertain my sick ass today?
0: I have a story so be prepared i'm not (laughs) (laughs) i wrote this as my opening line and i don't have the energy to deliver it as if it were spontaneous so i'm telling you that it is my opening line and i wrote it i don't know why (laughs) anyway it just says get in loser we're going cryptid hunting excellent So, buckle up. Did you watch Mean Girls recently? Nope. Sure
1: didn't. What are you doing with your life?
0: (laughs) Uh, Prioritizing differently, I guess.
1: Uh, I am not wearing pink. Sorry, everybody.
0: Yeah, it's Wednesday and neither of us are wearing pink, so, oh well. I don't have the energy. Me either. Uh, on that invigorating <laughs> note, <laughs> okay. we're going to talk about a cryptid. Okay. Well, I feel like I hadn't done a cryptid in a while, so I just thought it would be time a good time to bring that back.
1: Yay! What a great way to start the new year. This is the best thing that's happened to me so far.
0: I'm so glad I could set the bar so low.
1: <laughs> I'm buckled in and ready. <laughs>
0: Today we are talking about the cryptotize
1: that... me captain.
0: Cryptotize me captain. <laughs> wow. I think I think
1: the the drugs I took are kicking in.
0: Cryptotize me captain might be my favorite thing I've heard all year. <laughs> so uh yeah. Right. It's a good one. Today well, we we're talking only about... a few days into the year. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, so today we're talking about the Krokota, which is a fun little creature guy. That's a direct quote from my okay. notes. I was not okay when I wrote these. Excellent. Uh, from India. Uh, and also, for some reason, Ethiopia. Okay. Why those two countries that aren't next to each other? I'm not entirely sure. hmm But anyway... Uh, the krokota is described by an array of ancient sources. It's also called the lucrota or the Lukro, uh, uh both of those variations, along with many others. Because as with many things referenced in ancient sources, spelling was more of an option and less of a rule. So we don't really know, uh, but it's just more commonly known as the krokota today. Um fun fact, the Crocotta and the Lucrocota were technically distinctly different cryptids, but over time it's become so impossible to differentiate them that they're just known as like the same thing. Okay. Um they were referenced or talked about by a Greek geographer named Strabo as well as our main man, Pliny the Elder. Nice. Um, and authors from the Byzantine Empire and Rome also described this bizarre little creature from India. Um, they uh, also purported that Emperor Ant- Antoninus Pius had a crocota at some gladiatorial games in 148 AD. Ooh. Now, uh, the mythological creature was also uh, included in what I wrote was an honestly alarming number of bestiary manuscripts from the medieval period, and we'll get into that a little bit later. So, Caitlin, I did message you beforehand and tell you that you need a Got writing it. utensil and a pen. Or, nope, those are the same thing. A writing utensil and a piece of paper. Got it. Sweet.
1: <laughs> a pa- piece of paper and a notepad.
0: Nope. Nope. Those <laughs> are also the same thing. Um, <laughs> I am so awake, it's not even funny. Right? Uh, <laughs> I am too aware of my existence. <laughs> I am borderline unplugged from the Matrix, so. <laughs> uh, okay, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you a list of physical attributes. And I want you to draw. Oh, God. <laughs> the creature <laughs> okay. that you feel best matches. These physical attributes.
1: Oh my god.
0: It can be really shitty because um we're you know, not working with all the time in the world here.
1: <laughs> so Well, it's a good thing I'm not a perfectionist.
0: Good. At okay. least about this. <laughs> Great. So the first one, and this isn't really gonna impact your drawing, but the first one is that it is the size of a donkey. Okay. The second one is that it has the head of a badger
1: the fuck does a badger look like okay uh
0: with that head it has a mouth that opens all the way back to the ears okay and inside the mouth if you draw this cool if you don't that's fine uh instead of teeth it just has solid ridges of bone along its jaw where its teeth should be Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um you let me know when you're like feeling ready for the next part of Go the... ahead. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> so then we've got the the torso. It's got the neck and chest of a lion. Okay. In some cases in the description this means a mane and in other cases it seems to indicate a stripe running along the back that some interpreted as a prominent or fused spine from its head all the way down its tail that would result in its lack of ability to turn its head.
1: Okay, hey, starting to real strong. Do we know anything else about the face, or can I go ahead and draw the rest of the face? It.
0: Go have at it. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, this is terrifying. <laughs> I it feel will... so bad. What about the ears? Do we know anything about the
0: ears? No. Okay. Whatever badger ears look like, I don't know.
1: Oh, it's supposed to be badger ears? Too late.
0: I think this is a life is what you make it sort of scenario. Okay. (laughs) It's back end is shaped like a stag.
1: Okay. The fuck. Medieval
0: creatures or ancient creatures are really something, man. Like have you ever looked at an actual picture of a manticore, they're fucked. Yes. Okay. (laughs) All right, whatever the fuck stag back ends look like. Cape. And cloven hooves. Great. (laughs) Just perfect. (laughs) You let me you show that to me when you're done. I'm gonna describe a few other Is this it? Description. Yeah. Is that all you have? yeah.
1: Oh, okay <laughs> alright let me just finish up this monstrosity
0: <laughs> while you're doing that a few other attributes that this creature is um what about a tail does it have a tail yes it has a tail fuck what is I realized I didn't include that in my notes hold on um it was described somewhere the, a tail that resembles that of a lion.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that I can do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. some other attributes that it has. Oh, are you ready? I am ready. You're ready. Oh, amazing. Can I see it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Uh, this graph over here says donkey size
0: (laughs) please Uh, send me a picture of that okay it will I will
1: put a picture of this on the on the website okay good
0: yeah I it's honestly a masterwork right up there with the likes of Michelangelo and yeah cave painters (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's probably more accurate. <laughs> and I actually have utensils
1: to write with.
0: All right, what, tell me more about this ugly thing. Okay, so these ones don't necessarily impact its uh, physical appearance. Um, it can mimic the sound of a human voice. Gross. And is described as being able to call people by name. It can also mimic the sound of sick or wounded humans to lure in dogs for a casual dining experience. Mm. Um, This is a big thing for whatever reason, but apparently it switches sex every year. Mm. Uh, I don't know why. And in some sources, it's described as having eyes that either are or contain gemstones... Ooh. that will put you under a spell if you're somehow able to get your hands on these eyeball gemstones if you put them under your tongue you can have visions of the future and so it small was also eyes. Uh, somehow that doesn't seem to be the fact but i you know <laughs> i don't know uh, whatever um And on occasion, it is known to dig up human corpses for a little snacky snack. Yum. Yeah. So now, Caitlin, (laughs) you can go into my folder in case you hadn't already.
1: I haven't. Um, (laughs) I try to listen.
0: Okay, good. The first
1: one says don't open and then I open it. There's another one that says super don't open.
0: All right, great. Yeah, so you can look at the pictures in the first folder that says don't open, but don't open the super don't open. Hey, my drawing's pretty close. I am so impressed. I'm not gonna lie. I think that you did great. God, that's horrendous. (laughs) Which one are you looking at?
1: (laughs) Second one? It looks like a human face on a lion body. Yeah, I know. With a lizard tail.
0: Yeah, I... I don't know. So all, all of these pictures which we will include them on the website, obviously Yeah. are from illuminated manuscripts during the medieval period, which mm-hmm. is like when we have surviving materials from the third one is my favorite. It's called champy chomp. Yes. And, um, there's a lot happening. There's a lot to unpack in that photo. Not the least of which is the very prominent schlong that this creature has. I, why the artist felt the need to render that the way that they did i don't that's know that's what they that's what they did that is a choice that they made um yeah okay okay so <laughs> i like this creatures. one that kind of looks
1: like a weird prancing horse with a big mouth
0: <laughs> yeah it it Goodness. there's some choices were made yes overall um okay so you're probably wondering where the heckity heck this weird little buddy came from yeah well great question caitlin i would love to tell you super uh the answer is probably that it it was just the world's biggest game of telephone played by a never-ending series of people that never traveled very far from home okay I
1: love this (laughs) I love this so much Um, I mean like this is also like the 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 theory of like where people like thought like, why people thought that unicorns existed is, like, someone was trying to explain a rhinoceros. It was like, mm, it's a big horse thing with a single horn on its head. And then people were like, oh, it must be a unicorn. And then that's, you know, like, like, that's, like, a theory.
0: So, like, mm-hmm. these are my
1: favorite kinds of things.
0: <laughs> this is so good. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, so, if you had to hazard a guess on which real world animal this might have been A half-assed description of. of. Any idea? Um, Oh. Probably a hyena. Yep. You nailed it. Hell yeah. So now you can open the super don't open folder.
1: Okay. (laughs) And they're hyenas. Yes! (laughs) Oh my god, (laughs) yes!
0: (laughs) Uh, Which, like, if you think about it, like... Large, and I didn't mention this earlier because I didn't want it to color your um, your description any further, uh, like your drawing, but it's often described as part wolf, part dog, but mm-hmm. then also at times it's described as part lion, part mm-hmm. other things. So, like, not yeah. very clear. Um, so, if you think about it, very weirdly shaped head, but, like, sort of dog-like. Mm-hmm. A very wide mouth. I included one that has a picture of a hyena with his mouth open. Mm-hmm. Their mouth is very large. Um, they have teeth that look like they're all one thing mm-hmm. in parts. So, like, I get it. Yeah, like um, very large teeth that like their see... yeah their front end and their back end don't seem to make a lot of sense together uh, mm. from a normal person's perspective. Like, why does their Back, like, why is it at an angle? That's mm-hmm. not normal, mm-hmm. I feel like. <laughs> so it could see then how And they have really long necks. They have really long necks. And a lot of them sometimes will have that, like, stripe of fur that's, like, really prominent down the mm-hmm. back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's not that they can't turn their heads, but I heard somewhere that they can't actually turn their eyeballs all that much. So they turn their heads to look at things. Got it because they can't like there's no looking out of the corner of your eye situation right. right. And in the right situation, I saw some photos where like you don't really see their feet all that clearly, so maybe you mm-hmm. confuse that for cloven hooves. I don't know. But yeah. like, fucking wild that this is how we got the idea of this this Krokota creature was like someone was just trying really hard to describe a hyena. Excellent. <laughs> um, other reasons to think it might be a hyena are that hyenas, like the sounds that they make often are considered to sound like human laughter yeah, or like sounds like that. Um, and they have, and I included a photo of this. It's kind of graphic if you're, you know, concerned with that kind of thing. There's uh, this trait in... Uh, like female hyenas where they have genitalia that looks very similar to male genitalia. So it's hard to gender them. So the picture that I have where it's like this massive, like dick looking thing, that's not a a penis. It's a female hyena. It's just an appendage made to make it look like a male hyena. Right. So they could be hard to identify like the gender, sex, whatever. Right. So that would explain, to some degree, this idea that like they just are constantly changing, changing their their sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and hyenas. I didn't know this. I thought hyenas were like exclusive to Africa. So I was like, what the fuck does this have to do with India? No, right. there are there are hyenas in Asia too. So, um. That is a thing I didn't know. Uh, I
1: didn't know that. Namely,
0: either. the striped hyena is common, ish in Asia. So that would explain how it became a thing in both India and Ethiopia, two seemingly unrelated regions of the planet.
1: Yeah,
0: fascinating. Um, I like was like I started research for this story like ready to like dig up some like. Sp- sighting stories Mm -hmm. no the game of a human telephone way cooler um yeah fun fact the spotted hyena's scientific name is the crocuta crocuta so it gets its name from the cryptid that's fun which is very weird i love that yeah um that's all I have. I wanted a super super short story today because I feel like I've had some that are like insanely long lately and I wanted it to be quick and painless.
1: This was fortuitous, just like every other thing that has happened with this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I feel like hot garbage and want to go to bed early. So it worked out. (laughs) I, yeah, I'm not far behind you on that one. It's not that I'm unwell, it's just that I sleep like shit without Mm -hmm. my fucking meds. So last night I went to bed at 10, woke up at 11, and then was awake again until 3. Yep. Why? Why? Love that. Why? So anyway.
1: That was I, very fun. I love I love a good game of telephone. And like I said, I love it when it's like, yes, when it's like these cryptids and it's really just like, no, this is just an animal and people didn't know how to describe it. And there were right. pictures and like...
0: <laughs> no one had a fucking camera back in the ancient times. And like, Amazing. you're really going to take the time to capture a hyena and bring it somewhere other than directly to the emperor's palace? Like, not likely. Right. Um... So most people had never seen a hyena, and if you were trying to describe a hyena to someone who had no idea what a hyena was, Mm -hmm. I could see how this would be what you got. Yeah, Um, this makes me want to Google the what you mentioned earlier, though, like ancient depictions of or like medieval depictions of rhinoceros. (laughs)
1: Well, yeah, I I haven't looked into it too much, but it's just a story that I heard I've heard and I was like, wow, this actually makes so much sense as to like why we would get this idea of like unicorns or or yes, yeah, just like various cryptids is because like nobody knew how to explain them and so then they turned into this like oh, well, it must be a mythical creature. Must be like yeah. some weird thing that no one can explain.
0: Because obviously, if you saw the actual creature The depiction you had in your head wouldn't match up, so you would assume that it was two different things. Right. Yeah. Very fun. I I love it. I think it's freaking hilarious. Um, If you feel like you have some spare time on your hands, you can look up Durer's Rhinoceros. It's a real fun time. Okay. There's there's some weird ones, um, including... Something that literally looks like a whole ass trumpet on the nose of a vaguely rhinoceros-looking thing.
1: Send me the link on Facebook, and I'll make sure to share it on the website.
0: I will just send you my Google search because <laughs> that's all I have right now. <laughs> Perfect.
1: Um,
0: excellent. Cool. Well, that was really fun. Good. I'm I'm glad that you thought so. I like I said, wanted to keep it nice and short and sweet and. Perfect
1: yeah anyway that was was perfect it was a great great amount of time and i
0: super hope that we both feel at least a little bit like happier now (laughs) i do anyway i do um and i hope everyone who listened has that same sensation
1: yeah um okay so i have your hint for next week yes um, it's going to be either eighteen seventies England or nineteen seventies America.
0: That's a range. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. All right. Um cool. so that's that's what I got. Any special thanks? Um, special thanks to hyenas.
0: <laughs> Weird ass creatures, but yes. Special thanks to India. Yeah. Uh for both your date palms and the weird descriptions of hyenas that people got. Yeah. From...
1: Home wine,
0: Cryptids. Um, thanks chai. to the drunken botan- botanists for...
1: Yeah, always coming in clutch.
0: A plus drunken botany. <laughs> Can't be mad. <laughs> it's that green witch energy for sure. Yes. Uh, thanks to you and your wonderful artistic skills, I... am actually really proud of you thanks
1: it didn't turn out too bad not great
0: um it's not you can't claim it's worse than any of the medieval manuscript illuminators so literally i could probably photoshop
1: it and stick it in with those and no one would know the difference yeah no one would have any idea that it's pen on
0: paper (laughs) Amazing.
1: Uh, Yeah. Sick. Um. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. Thanks to the new year for finally coming, even though it's been not great so
0: far. It also hasn't been that bad so far. So. (laughs) You know, it could be worse theoretically. And also, like, it'll buff out. It'll be fine. Yeah.
1: No, I'm not worried.
0: I'm gonna cling to that mentality until my dying breath. I think.
1: (laughs) I'll be fine. I'm just like, "Ah, I'm allowed to be cranky about it for a few days because I know it'll get better, so. Yeah.
0: Whatever. For sure. It's fine. (laughs) Um, Awesome. Well, thanks to y'all. Fucking cheers, nerds. Cheers, nerds. Bye. Alcohol and Anecdotes is hosted, produced, and edited by Caitlin Hedberg and Mari Harlow. Our intro and outro music is courtesy of Vanity Plate of Minot, North Dakota. You can visit
1: alcoholandanecdotes.com to find episode content and merch. You can also email us at alcoholandanecdotes at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram or Facebook at alcoholandanecdotes.
0: You can listen to us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please follow, rate, or review our podcast or subscribe to us on Patreon for additional support and to help keep Alcohol and Anecdotes going.
1: While we joke about alcohol use and mental health issues as a part of our day-to-day, we know that both can be
0: no laughing matter. If you're struggling with substance abuse or a mental health disorder, please call the SAMHSA National Helpline at 1-800-662-HELP for information on local treatment options, support groups, and community-based organizations. Once again, that's 1-800-662-HELP. Thanks for listening. Cheers, nerds.